0: the peculiar quiet of the absolute dark, I sit up in bed, cross-legged, wondering if it was a mistake to come here, wondering if maybe even this darkness can't help me escape myself. I'm so deep in these thoughts that it takes me a few minutes to notice it. The darkness, breathing. The darkness itself is Breathing. Or, someone is breathing in the darkness. I don't know which frightens me more. It's exactly like in my dream, except now, I'm awake. Holding my own breath, I hear it. Long drag in, short whoosh out. Again, and again, and again. is written on the back cover of The Waking Forest, the debut novel by Crystal Lake author Alyssa Weiss. Full disclosure, guys. You know how I'm always encouraging you to look for art in the world around you? Well... Do that too. Alyssa Wees is actually one of my high school best friends. We met when we were 16, bonded over our love of literature, dancing, and Hannah Montana, and had a friend group of amazing girls. So, yes, we go way back. That does not make her book any less awesome, but I felt like I needed to let you know right up front. I wanted to feature her on the podcast because she did the most incredible thing and published a book. I've known her for over a decade, and she's been writing the entire time. We wrote and exchanged writing to critique in high school. She went to college and grad school for creative writing. And now, after an entire life of hard work, she is here with her debut novel. We met up at the Crystal Lake Public Library, which was very fitting, to discuss her novel, her writing process, her favorite fairy tales, and a few funny anecdotes from high school. Without further ado, my chat with Alyssa Weiss. It does not surprise me at all that you wrote a YA book, but kind of talk about, for everyone who didn't see the stacks of young adult novels in your room, tell me about how you got to this point. So I started writing little short stories when I was really
1: little. Um, And then in middle school, I started writing novels. Never finished any of them, (laughs) but I did start. And then in high school, I finished my first novel. It was a retelling of Beauty and the Beast um, with too many Twilight illusions. for me to feel comfortable sharing it with anyone
0: <laughs> it needs to be stated that we started to write a book together with yes. our friend jessica about vampires and fairies and what was the other witches. one and so i was the was i the vampire what was we i vampires
1: <laughs> jessica was witches and i was fairies
0: Will adults like this book, too? Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, I think it's for everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's YA, but um, I'm an adult and I still read
0: YA. (laughs) What is it about (laughs) YA that you love?
1: Well, when I was 18, actually reading YA, Mm -hmm. I just really loved being able to read something about kids my own age who are dealing with problems that I dealt with um, versus, like, novels we would read in school, like Mm -hmm. The Scarlet Letter, I cannot relate to this at all.
0: Right. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) So it was nice to have YA um, kind of like my happy place. And now as an adult, I still really appreciate how imaginative it is Mm -hmm. and how um, it kind of combines like these really amazing characters with amazing plot. So because sometimes I feel like an adult literature which i also love right there's one and not the other or more character heavy character based than plot and i like that why it kind of combines it so you still get an exciting story Mm -hmm. with all these elements does that make any sense
0: it does it does (laughs) and do you think that perhaps is why a little bit more accessible to a wider audience is that also i think so yeah and I think there's so m- much. It's so
1: diverse. Um, there's so many different kinds of stories that you'll find
0: in YA. What are some of your favorite authors right now, then? Well, I love, and I've always loved, Libba Bray. Wrote
1: mm-hmm. A Great Trouble Beauty, that series. Um, I love My Cabot, The Princess Diaries. I knew that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I remember reading all of those, like, at once in high school. There's ten of them. For reference, I started writing this about four years ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So it took probably a year to write, and then to edit and then it was on submission with editors for like another year and then publishing once I get once I start working with my editor then we revise for many months okay um so that whole process you know from the time I got the book deal to pub date was Mm -hmm. a year and a half It's a long process. You're patient.
0: (laughs) I am so impatient.
1: I would die. (laughs) No, I, like, I'm dying on the inside because I'm not patient either.
0: (laughs) But I try to be cool. What does it look like when you're working on a book for a year? What's the process like? Do you sit down every day? I do try to write.
1: My thing is I kind of try to write at least one sentence every day. Okay. Because some days I'm really busy. You know, I have a day job too so Mm -hmm. some days I just like don't have a lot of time or I'm really tired so I tell myself if I can just write one sentence then I've done my work for the day that's a good piece of advice (laughs) right and then you don't feel guilty if you don't write more than that but what ends up usually happening is one sentence becomes two becomes three and then you just Keep writing. You're tricking yourself. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. perfect. A lot of writing is just tricking yourself into <laughs> doing
0: it. What other kinds of pop culture, what other things do you think influence your writing? Well, specifically
1: for the Waking Forest, do you remember that show Once Upon a Time? Mm-hmm. I love that show. <laughs> I love that idea of taking all these different fairy tales and just kind of mashing them together, which is pretty much what I did also in The Waking Forest. Okay. Um, I also love Pan's Labyrinth, Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Do you remember watching that in yes. high school? Yes, I do. Um, It's so good. So I love, like, how he plays with, um the fantasy world versus the reality mm-hmm. um, of the war that she's going through so plot wise the book is not like mine at all but I think just like the vibes I like, kind of
0: that makes sense
1: played makes on
0: sense. yeah um, and Disney of course what is your favorite fairy tale outside of Disney oh my gosh okay
1: there's one called um, Bluebeard it's this young girl. She marries this man. He's usually a merchant. Okay. He lives in this great big house. And he tells her, um, you can, he gives her a key to every room in the house and says, you can go anywhere you want mm-hmm. except this one room. Uh-oh. Like, do not look in that room and I will know if you've looked in it. So, oh, gosh. <laughs> so he leaves and of course she looks how can right. you not you have to that's you like the one look. place you're going to want to go of course she goes straight there and uh-oh <laughs> she finds the dead bodies of his ex-wives <gasps> in the room and then he's there and he's like well you looked and now i'm going to kill you um okay. she always gets away okay in every version good.
0: that i've read grew up dancing for a very long time does that like integrate into your story at all oh yeah
1: definitely um one of the characters is a ballerina although it's not a huge part of the story the witch actually has some dancing that she does in her forest she dances with her foxes that's kind of a thing and then this other character comes i don't smile well, much but okay, another okay. a stranger comes and they have a little dance
0: that makes me so happy <laughs> like to see you weaving all these things that you've always loved yeah. into this piece of work that literally the whole entire world is going to have access to oh my god that's nuts what are you feeling
1: I'm really really excited um but I'm also nervous I mean it's hard to a piece of yourself Mm -hmm. out in the world like that um, it's not just mine anymore I guess and I have no control over it at this point which is a little scary. scary yeah
0: but you've been getting a pretty good response it looks like from yeah I've had things I've read
1: two star reviews and trade reviews which is more than I could have hoped for and they loved it Yeah, the reviews were so nice. It is a little intense, the writing. I really love playing with language, Mm -hmm. and I love metaphors. So there's a lot of them. Okay. Okay. So if you don't love lyrical writing, it might be a little tough. But I always love reading books that have beautiful, interesting writing rather than, like, concise so it's just kind of what you prefer.
0: I'm not going to ask you why writing is an art, because that's obvious. What's your favorite, favorite thing about the art of writing? I, well, it, it lets me be
1: creative. It's mm-hmm. definitely an outlet for me. Um... And I love just being able to, well, I'm really excited to be able to, like, share my worlds and my writing now um, after writing since I was a kid. And not really sharing it with anyone except for my close friends.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And that's how it should probably stay. Yeah. (laughs) Some of it. (laughs) Some of it, the Twilight stuff. I want to find that. Alyssa's book is called The Waking Forest and is available online and wherever books are sold. For more on Alyssa, you can visit her website, com. That's W-E-E-S. To catch up on episodes of Artistic License You've Missed, check out WGNRadio.com. And for more of my art, visit RachelWoodallMedia.com. Next time, I will chat with John Thornhill about a life of fitness, music, and tennis. Until then, I'm Rachel Woodall, and this has been Artistic License. Disney. Who's your favorite Disney princess? Belle. (laughs) I would like to make the record known that Alyssa had a bell dress for prom. Yes, it was amazing.
1: Oh my gosh, I love that dress. I actually just gave it away oh to let God. someone else wear it for prom. I mean, it was just sitting in my closet, but yeah, I kind of miss
0: it now. I was gonna say you need to wear it again. I know, but like we're you wear it. Back. Well, no. that's the problem is adults don't have anywhere to wear big fancy dresses unless they're in like right. Gossip Girl. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Met You've got to get invited to the Met next year Yeah